Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around, where today we are covering the Great American Bash 1997. But before we get into that, I'm joined by my two illustrious co-hosts. Can't remember the nicknames now. Aaron, how are we doing? I'm not saying anymore, so you're going to have to say anything. I don't know who that guy is. Aaron Franklin, how are we doing? Uh, so, wow, the best wrestling journalist. That'll thank thank you. I said thank, I can't remember Thank you. It. Thank you, Lou. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm very well. Yeah. Good. Good to hear you. World-class wrestling journalist. Uh, Lou can't remember your name either. Scoops. Lou Markham. Right, well... you've, had, you've had your chance. <laughs> you've had your chance. Bash at the Beach was held on 13th of July at 1997 in Daytona Beach, Florida <laughs> at the Ocean Centre. 7,851 people there. What, were hey, what, was, what was it called? The Ocean Hi, everyone, Center. by the way. Um, you know Terry. Don't know what he's doing, really. No, where's no, Ross? Where's where Ross? Is, what are you doing? Where is, no one ever said that sentence. Where either. is? Where is? Oh, it's still open. It's a it's the fifth largest convention center in Florida. Well, there must be eating some good food there then. So there must be having some good food. The fifth largest. Well, I don't know. We've we've had convention centers on here before, and we know they're not they're not brilliant, are they? They are not good. Uh, let's have a look. While you're looking for that, the tagline for this so, pay per view is crap. Go on. Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman crash at the bash. Crash the bash, sorry. Well, that's what they're doing. It's very descriptive. Terry. Yeah. It needs to be more punchy. And then there's an NWO one. If you don't like it, bite me. No, they've got their own. They've got their own, have they? That's what it is at the bottom of the, the thing. There's an NWO logo and it says, if you don't like me, like it, bite me. Oh. The Ocean Tennis website will not load. Right. Brilliant. Have they forgot to pay their fees for the website hosting? It was opened in 1985. Yeah, it's quite an old one. It's been renovated since as well. Yeah. 2009. A, a construction cost of 82 million. Which well, the website mind. does not work. So um, we'll go with it. It was absolutely brilliant then. I don't know what you meant to do with that. So I'm, I'm just going to guess, I think, what they had actually. Go on then. Um, what's so the first floor? Uh, fish tacos. Fish tacos are good. Yeah. And a warm fish salad. Uh, a lot of crab, a lot of seafood at the Ocean Centre, I think. Hence the name. By the ocean, isn't it? Yeah. Um, starfish. Can you eat a starfish? Yeah, you can eat a starfish. 
No, I just give me. I don't, I don't want me, you to go for a snack. And, just uh, give me regular fish and chips. Yeah. Uh, can you actually? Uh, yeah, apparently it is a safe and edible to consume. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I watched a video about so, it. So there we go. The Ocean Center had brings the ocean to the masses. Probably, yeah. It's kind yeah. of website works a lot. Yeah, I can't, well, we'll go with it. Um, opening video package. Thought. I don't remember what happened. I can't remember. It was ages since I watched this. Was there even one? Probably. We'll go with it's rubbish because WCW are notorious for having ones that are about five minutes long and don't really understand them. Yeah, we happy with that? Yeah, yeah. that'll yeah, do. Cool. Yeah, brilliant. Right. And um, what's not as good as Waddy Piper? I am escaping Alcatraz. No, nothing, so nothing, like nothing like this. Oh, good. hang on. It's loaded. It's loaded. Oh, God. Um, God, this takes a while, doesn't it? Right, let's check it on the catering page. Oh, oh we are. We're cooking on gas now. Does cooking on gas. Uh, can't find a menu, but I can tell you the arena is forty-two thousand one hundred and forty-six square feet. Uh, which, if you if you're wondering, um, will accommodate uh, two hundred forty ten foot by ten foot uh, booths, nine thousand three hundred seats. Uh, but if you're having a banquet, three thousand. Uh, how high do you think the ceiling is in the Ocean Center? We'll have a little uh, little guessing game now. Ten thousand feet. Sensible guesses, please. Hello, forty feet. Oh, it's class, Aaron. What do you think? 60. Oh, could be in the middle. Terry wins it. It's 45. Um, are you trying to get your truck in there? You can do with a 20 foot by 30 foot, 30 foot, uh, foot driving door, uh, two loading docks, portable staging, uh, two 400 amp uh, power services. So that is, um, oh, food service. There we go. We're on it now. General managers called Matt Dye. Um, caring sales manager is uh, Ashley Santiani. Shout out. Um, uh, you, you just have to request caring. Oh, download the caring menu. Here we go. Fucking hell, now we're talking. Oh, you can get a continental breakfast. Uh, breakfast buffet. There's an omelette station. You can get an omelette station, right? So you have a little convention, right? When we do rest around con, we're doing it at the uh, Daytona Beach Ocean Center. <laughs> We're going to add on the omelette station. Like, I don't even like omelettes, but it just seems pretty cool, doesn't it? Um, how, can you, how can you like omelettes? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm just, I'm just not, not like a person. Yeah, yeah I find it like weird. Yeah. It's, it's a real issue um, eating breakfast out, to be honest. Especially in America. Jack Daniels glazed chicken. It's on a plate at luncheon. Uh, dessert enhancement choices. Golden, oh, box lunch. Dinner buffet. Tex-Mex, 34. $34 a person. But if you go for the Asian buffet, it's only 33, so that's probably what you would go for, isn't it? Uh, Mediterranean is 41, and the headliner is a Caesar salad. Um, oh, chicken parmesan, uh, $28. $28. There's all devs. Tapas. Tapas. beverages. How much do you think a 12 ounce imported beer is? It's a bottle. Eighteen dollars. Uh, no, too high. It is uh, eight dollars, but if you go for domestic, it's only seven. Um, and if you do need your tablecloth, that's an extra five dollars per table. So basically, you get ripped off. Yeah, I think that's more for the conventions, though. To be honest, like it didn't really help at all. No, in terms of what what you were in if you were there. So we'll we'll go if back you, to the uh, if, the shrimp. If you, if you were at the event, let us know what you were. 
Um, and what you were watching was the first match of Morsis and Wrath, who were against Ernest Miller, who showed up at the last pay per view mm-hmm. in Glacier. Um, he's been here a while now, ain't he? Big Ernest Miller. It's been here a couple of months, I I thought he should. Was it last month? I can't remember. No, it was a month before he turned up was and then didn't do before? anything at the last one. Yeah. Right. That was it. the one. Yeah. Um, so we start off with a Mortis and Wrath win against Glacier and Ernest Miller. Um, and it's it all comes down because the manager, who is James Mitchell, for like modern, more modern at this point, is James Vandenberg, distracts Glacier, and then Morsi mm-hmm. hits Glacier with the chronic kick to pick up the victory. Nine minutes, 47 seconds. Aaron, what did we think? Um, Glacier's first loss here, isn't it? Yes, it, it, was, it was, which was weird, yeah. to be fair. There's a, a big, big, big match, really. No. To um, kick it off, yeah. Rath and Mortis have been trying to get the win over him for about two or three months now. I have like been able to do it. I like their entrance music as well, Rath and Mortis. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was quite good. Would have liked to see more karate from Ennis Miller, in my opinion. It wasn't, it wasn't really in the match much. Franklin Star rating? I know. We'll do them after the... Uh, okay. Well, okay, let's try to catch up. Luke, come on. Well, I, I potentially one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Um, so I'm going to break it down in a lot of detail. But yeah, I particularly liked the spookiness of it. Spooky dudes. No, I thought when 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 they were coming out, uh, Martison and Raph, it didn't don't you feel like we'd gone back like at least a year, <laughs> if not more? It felt like this was kind of old school Dungeon of Doom, '95 Dungeon of Doom. I didn't WCW. Mind. I didn't yeah. mind them to be fair. Did, considering like the last few pay-per-views, it's all been about the crazy lucha shit at the beginning. Yeah, or, like, I did, I did. and that. And then this one was like, it does but then also I love the set. I love the set for the show. Yeah, like, I absolutely mm-hmm. love the set. But then it felt really weird, didn't it? Because it was like oh, it's spooky dudes coming out uh, next to the next uh, palm tree. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it that felt was really mi- weird. Felt um, mismatch. Yeah, I think there was so there was a wrist lock on five minutes twenty-seven seconds, um, which I really liked uh, by Mortis. And then it's the Cat Miller. Um, no, it was, it was all right. Wasn't it? I don't have a lot to say about it. It's been like three weeks since I watched it. Big, oh, Dave. Big Dave gave it two and a half. Oh, yeah. that's uh, harsh. Yeah. It's been long ter- long-term storytelling on yeah. this one. And what's the Franklin star rating? Four stars. Four stars. That's insane. That is insane. I don't remember yeah. it that much, but four stars, man. I, I think I'm going more with Dave on this one. Nah, why was Ernest the Cat Miller? Well, you just Ernest Miller at this point, I guess. Funny. Why was we all? Why was he with all these spooky dudes? Because it's Mortal Kombat, isn't it? So who was what? he? Um, just the regular, the regular bloke. It'll be Liu Kang, maybe. Yeah, because he's the karate one. Yeah. Which one was Johnny Cage? The actor. Yeah, the actor guy. Yeah. Uh, that's all I know. Yeah, Oh, is he? He was Glacier, right? That's Glacier. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the Tiger Head? Tiger Head? Oh, I think it's Tekken. That's Tekken, that's King. Yeah. Tekken, yeah. Ooh. Don't really play it. That's all I got, sorry. Not a Mortal Kombat guy. Tekken. Never seen the Mortal Kombat films for yeah, anyone that hasn't seen the Mortal Kombat I think Kombat yeah, I was films, a kid. Yeah, it, in the one it's, where... Um, it's fantastically bad. It's de- Deception is the the best one. The that's second the, one. The second I, think one. I've only, yeah. I think I've only seen the first one. Who dies Oh, are you gonna, I'm going to give a big spoil for the, the second one then. The second one's absolutely one of the best feature films I've ever seen in my entire I believe, life. Um, is it one of, the, one of the white guys dies like immediately? Um, in the second I'm not one. sure. 
You got Jackson, the second one, his robot I, arms. In fact, I have seen that stunt they rip his arm off or something like the metal off his arm. I uh, can't remember. I can't remember that. Are we talking about ones from the early 90s or are we talking about the Ronda Rousey ones from? No, the early 90s. Okay. Yeah. I've not seen the Ronda Rousey one. Any no, good? I am. I've not seen it ever. <laughs> Brilliant. Just the chaps. <laughs> Moving away from Mortal it. Kombat. And on to the second match of the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Feels weird that this is second because usually it's first, isn't it? Yeah. Good lucha got... things. Yeah. Speaking of good lucha things, we've got Chris Jericho coming. Coming? Coming against Ultimo Dragon, who is the original good lucha things. Um, the match goes 12 minutes 55. It's finished by a Hurricane Rana. Um, Turned into a flip, which Jericho retains his WCW Cruiserweight Championship. I really enjoyed this match. Should this match opened. was awesome. Should have opened for me. Yeah, but the spooky, spooky dude's on later on for me. Yeah, yeah. definitely deserves yeah. on that. See, WCW it seems to have that formula nailed of getting a good, exciting match off to start with, and then this one they didn't for some reason. Eric Bischoff loved the karate, didn't he? So that's why it went on first. Yeah, that's true. He was a black belt. That's true, yeah. but for me, they should have they should have opened the show. This was more like traditional WCW opening the show, Agreed. where you get your best match on first, and then traditionally get okay. worse. It gets worse. It goes <laughs> like, that was, it, um... it feels weird that they've had a poor match and then a good match. Yeah. Well, no, the, the first match was a four star classic on constantly at the Franklin Star Ratings, which are the only Star Ratings I subscribe to. I'm interested to see his new the, mm. these ones, but yeah, this match, I thought this match was ace. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I really like Ultimo Dragon as well. Yeah, and I think you could tell that Jericho was uh, had potential. Yes, at this point, I'll say that much. It almost felt like he was a bit wasted in the uh, and he was, cruiser division. I don't he was, think he spends much longer in the cruiser division after this, does he? No, but I can't. I, um, can't sure. much longer. How far away are we from the one thousand and one olds? That year. feels like it probably was a. Team Malenko, it probably would have been in the cruiserweight division or like lower mid card. Yeah, I think that was like division, you, wasn't it? I think I was in that eight, By the next pay per view, yeah. he'd he'd he's not even the WCW cruiserweight champ at the next pay per view. Yeah. So, but he has got a match for it, so he probably isn't far off it, I guess. Yeah. Just looking a little bit further ahead. He's, he's not. I mean, all of his big character work is ninety eight. I'm sure it's because that's when his Goldberg's there for it, and he's not even debuted yet. Yeah. But I suspect he's probably not far away. What yeah. were the Frank? What was the Franklin Star rating? Uh, Meltzer's first, please. Come on, come oh, on. Sorry, yeah. Come four on. I know the formula. Four, trying to four, catch him out, you mean? Four and a quarter. Oh, I think that, which I think is about right. I've, maybe four and a half. Four point seven five. This is a very good match. It's it should have been up. Yeah, this should have been the opener. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely, agreed. Yeah. It makes sense. To have this as the opener following that usual formula, and it's disappointing mm. that they've not done it. it. Makes the pay per view worse, in my opinion, by not having this as the opener. But then they had the big spooky dude's entrance, didn't they? First, like, open yeah, the I suppose. Where do you put that mm. as well? It looks a bit yeah. out of place, then, doesn't it? I guess it looked, I mean, it looked out of place anyway, didn't it? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it it's, on the, it's on the beach, but I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah, well, we get some more wrestling around favourites up next, don't we? We have the Steiner brothers, Rick and Scott, against the great Muta and Masahiro Chono um, to earn a shot at the WCW World Tag Team Championships. 
This match goes 11 minutes, 37 seconds. Um, and it is won by the Steiner brothers when Scott Steiner hits the Frankensteiner and Muta and Rick follows up with a DDT off the top rope for a pinfall victory. So I'd like to know what's happened in between the last pay-per-view and this pay-per-view because the Steiner's at the last pay-per-view end the title shot. They did mention it on commentary, but it was basically something about, I think, um, was it Kevin Nash was, was injured, basically. I think I was uh, saying. But they were, they were mecking out as if like, he'd weaseled out of it. I don't know if he was legitimately injured because he won on the card, obviously, was he? it? Was yeah, it won't be. Won't scored and both, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I know, I know yeah, they, were, they did kind of sort of mention it. Scott Steiner's hair looked really weird in this as well. Yeah. Hair, it, it was quite long, wasn't it? I still can't see him without the bleach blonde in WCW. It just looked bizarre. He's got a little goatee yeah. now, hasn't he? Mm, yeah, that's it's it. Becoming more like yeah. Big Papa Pump, isn't he? Yeah, but in it just takes one over 15 years to get his big chest hat and he's full. <laughs> I'm Big still not. I'm still daddy. not a fan of their attire in this either. Well, they're wearing just wrestling. That weird wrestling. Yeah, but it's single. It's, it's the bright redness of it. Yeah, they're the traditional multicolored ones. Yeah, it's too bright or just black. It's too oh, bright. They, 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 they can't black. That's the NWR colors. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wolfpack yeah. colors, I guess. It's good to see the uh, Japanese NWR. Yeah. Do, what do yeah, we think? Yeah. Of, what do we think of Great Muta and Masahiro Chono? Well. Masahiro Chono, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you now some facts. Um, he is known, otherwise known as Mr. August or Mr. G1 because he holds the record for the most wins at the G1 Climax Tournament of five. Okada mm-hmm. follows him with four on his fourth this year. Um, he has been uh, IWGP Heavyweight Champion, same belt as well, isn't it? Um, and he's also been the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. So, pretty big deal. I think. I was, um, was going to say we want Mister August here, but this is in July. So yeah, there you go. August, you go. he would he would have won it. He would have won. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, just you know. And I will um, say that was all I, will, I got. I will oh, say is, is a gimmick is Yakuza inspired. Yeah, I can see that. I will say as well, Bobby the Brain is fantastic as well with his bias in this match. Oh, Bobby the Brain is just a fantastic all Yeah, Bobby the Brain is just brilliant. He's genuinely brilliant. So, it's fantastic. Big His wife Dave, is German, Martina Carlsbad. Big Dave gave this three and a quarter. Aaron? Two and a half. It, it wasn't a great match. It was nice to see the, the Japanese NWO to kind of see where it's branching out to. Yep. Um, but it wasn't a very good match, was it? Was Chono right. the fellow who was on sold out right at the beginning? Oh, sorry. There was a Japanese NWO member in them. Um, was sold out, aren't they? Yes, I can't Chono? remember who it was. Let's Google um, it. He was in NWO Japan and Team Two Thousand. It was. It was Masahiro Chono. He won, he won the opening match of a uh, ah. sold out ninety-seven against Jericho. Yeah, it was, but considering they had all that prestige behind them, like Great Muta is also a, a I was going to say, they're, they're all well-known names in Japan. Yeah, but it, it felt like, even the way they presented on commentary, it just made, made them feel like the standards were just fighting two jobbers and they were obviously going to win. Like, Yeah. yeah. They, they could have made the uh, the Japanese NWR be a much bigger threat. It it felt very much like, well, because they're not from America, people won't know who they are type. Yeah, thing. it felt like they didn't really take them seriously. It, it it felt like they were treating them as like people cosplaying as NWO members. Yeah. 
rather than being actual NWO members. I feel like this is the start of when they started splitting off into Black and White and, and Wolfpack. Just yeah. when you know when they started recognizing that they had a B team. Yeah. This there's, kind of seems to happen now. It yeah. starts to become a lot of members at this point. Yeah. I think three and a half or three and a quarter, so he's quite high. I'm more inclined to agree with you, Aaron. Mm. Yeah. On this one. But yeah, like you say, I think if it was in the modern day, people would know would be kicking off about this match, I think. Personally, that they've lost. Yeah. I feel like they still could have lost. It was just they never they never treated them like a threat. They just they were just like ah oh, they can't have the time actually just against these jobbers instead. Like it it you've been just didn't present them very well. You've been on Twitter though, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they'll kick off everything. Yeah, but you know exactly. we're saying three and a half is generous on Dave. Shockingly low considering there's two Japanese wrestlers. Well, yeah, that's one true. of them is the Great Muta. I yeah, I think Dave actually hated this match. If you take out his his bias towards New Japan wrestlers. <laughs> It's actually minus three. I've done the math. There you go, Steiner math. Yeah. Done some Steiner math. But yeah, I, I think he's rated this one quite highly. Um, Coming up is my second favourite match of the night, which is Hubitu Guerrero. Um, Hector Garza, who is he's the uncle of ooh, Angel Garza. Angel Garza, yeah. And Uncle of Humberto Carrillo, who I forgot both existed. To be fair, good lad. Um, with Lismark Junior, and they're against Laparca La Psychosis Villano Four. I think IV is four, isn't it? That's yeah. the one. The four. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason, the Wikipedia notes say Villano Five attempted. Uh, Villano Five attempted to switch place with Villano Four. During the match, yeah, was immediately springboard <laughs> drop kicked by Gaza. Um, uh, and then Villan pinned Villana five for the victory. So there's a bit of dodgy refereeing going on here. As this well, was so. hands down my favorite match, the full pay per view. I, gen- plus. I, Seven thought stars. It, I thought this was great, it was fucking mental. It like, was, I love oh. every second of it. Oh, I love the commentators were like, Oh, don't even bother with the fucking rules, lads. Just let them just, <laughs> just let them <laughs> just play. Like, how how does Hubi Tood actually wrestle in that buddy with the, the cane wig? Is yeah, it I don't know. I don't it's know. huge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, I just find it. Of course, a big mascot as well, isn't he? Big horns and that. It's good. Was it who was it as well who went into the corner and basically like miss kicked it and head banged off the actual ring post onto the canvas? I wrote it down. Probably the parker because it's mental, isn't he? Let me have a look. Psychosis flying into the ring corner and banging his head on the floor. Yeah, yeah, just mental. But no, this match was absolutely ridiculous. And I, I'm all for it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Mike Tanay making his third appearance in four matches as well in commentary. Yeah, he's the expert, though, isn't he? So, yeah, that's he true. Was in, he was the only one who had like the slightest idea of what was going on. Like, yeah. I know I always say this is a terrible commentator, but I, but, I love him in situations like this because he doesn't, he know, d- what's doesn't, going he doesn't on. know what to do. What's going on? Just yeah, he has no no idea. Brian has like makes no attempt to understand what's going on, which is even better. Because that's the thing, Dusty always pretends he knows what's going on. But he doesn't. But doesn't have a clue, and that's what makes it hilarious. And then Brian probably does, but he just pretends that he doesn't. I'll just he, makes he no just attempt says, to care, yeah, he, he which just also says makes what it hilarious. Yeah. Brain is still my favourite WCW commentator. It's one of the he, greatest commentators. I was going to say, he's up there with probably one of the best ones I've heard. Yeah, it's not quite at Pat McAfee level, but he's doing his best lesson. Have we got a favourite of the six that wrestled in this match? For me, La Parker. 
Was it Lepaka? Lepaka. Although he is I apparently a right prick to work with. Nowadays, yes, is he the um? Have. So is he the guy who's now LA Park? Yes, it's yes, the two of them, isn't he? Yeah, and he's got his oh, son. Yeah, the original Lepaka is dead. So which one was this? This is preferred name is LA Park. Oh, right, okay. So he stole the gimmick. Or was it the other way around? Anyway, one Lepak. Hang on, they're both dead. He, he's been known as. No, this one's alive. No, one of, this one's alive. Oh, he's LA Park. He's alive. The, the, there's LA Park, LA Par, Dash K, and Lepaka. Yeah, but then there's another guy who was called Lepaka. Yes. He, he died. Mexican wrestling, they sort of take each other's names, don't they? When. I don't really understand how... Yeah, it's because they own I'm the not... characters. Yeah, I, I'm not um, going to pretend to understand how it all... Yeah. Did we, did we uh, try to do it once, didn't we, Sin Cara? Yeah, two Didn't they swap the wrestler that was in the Sin Cara? Yeah. One was a complete fuck-up, wasn't yeah. it? I can't think that... who that one was. Mystica. Mystica, that was it. But then, was it Hunico came in to replace I him? I think Hunico, he... he was... He was also, he'd been Mystica previously, so that... Uh, uh, it's, it's I don't mess. know. Yeah, it, it is a mess. But LA Park is still wrestling anyway. He um, yeah. last wrestled on the first of July. The crash, crash wrestling. Was that the one where he walked out with his sons? And we're just like, yeah. right, we're just going to fucking shoot on everyone and leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that definitely happened. Oh, I don't year. know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it did. And they haven't, fa- I don't think they've worked since. I don't yeah. think anyone will I touch him with a basketball. Th- this was the last match he had. And then he had a match in the LA Park Junior, which I guess is his son. Where is against? Yeah. Where is against their friend of the show, Gangrel and Pagano? That might have been the one. Was that? Where was that? Uh, MLW. Yeah, that was yeah, the one. That's the one. <laughs> that yeah, I remember one. that. Then he's had been at Triple yeah. A. Um, Triple. Didn't realize Gangrel was involved in that. And then PCW, and then the last one was the Crash Crash Wrestling. So yeah. a few matches since then, but yeah, MLW March the thirty first. I can't remember which one it was now, but yeah, there was one way he went absolutely mental and shot on everyone and just left. And that was the uh, the end of uh, LA Pack. In I'm surprised uh, AW haven't tried to sign. Because AW is going to AW, aren't they? Uh, he is a bit of a well, he's a bit of a legend, isn't he? But I can't. I think the other Packer is more. Yeah, well, they uh, attacked with real chair shots and real punches as well. MLW fired Lost Parks as a result of the alleged attack. Yeah, that's that the one. That's the one. Um, big day. Yeah, he's, 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 he's oh, so this fellow was this fellow was the original. Was this the original one, was it? Yeah, because LA Pack stands for La Authentica Pack, which means the original pack. Oh, because okay. Triple A sued him in 2003. So, um, is this. Oh, no, Wikipedia's saying it's. I don't know. Wikipedia's saying this one's 56, and this is the one that just got fired. Yeah, yeah, the other one's dead. Right, okay. Like I say. But he was 54 when he died at the same age. Well, they would have been the same age. Right. I'm still no clearer, but okay. <laughs> Either way, Big Dave gave this four and a quarter, which I think... Hash. hash. I think that's harsh. Seven. I think that's harsh. It was great. I, I loved think, it. The I fucking think... interference at the end was hilarious as well, because it was it, so stupid. Yeah. It's just a massive clusterfuck. It's just... But no one even knew who he was. Was it Villano thought... 5? What happened to the first three Villanas? Well, you've got Valana four in the match, so one, two, and three. I, I... Yeah, they should have been there. Right, that'd have been great. Just Valana, a stream of Valana just coming through. One from <laughs> underneath the ring. Yeah, right. It's so like Valana... some sort of like clown uh, car under the ring where they're all just like. So Valana yeah. one, Valana one died in two thousand and one. Rest in peace. Well, he's still alive at this at, point. R.I.P. 
his oldest brother Valano too died in 1989. And his youngest brothers were his youngest brothers are Valano three, Valano five, and Valano four. Valano five is Raymundo, and Valano four is Thomas. Oh my god, I need to get into Lucha Libra. And Valano three is Aturo. Valano one was Jose or Jose, and Valano two was Alfredo. That's the best one. So yeah, I think Thomas just stands out like a mile. It just <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Although it's not uh, it's TO rather than uh, TO. You mean Thomas. Yeah. And then yeah. frequently performed as a jobber in WCW. Yeah. He's done the dirty on him in Valano yeah. 4. Yeah. So Valano 5 so is who, did, who did get pinned in the end? Valano 5 got pinned. I think. Let me yeah. read this again. However, the match. How right? Valano five attempted to switch places with Valano four during the match. However, he was immediately hit with a springboard dropkick into a standing moonsault by Garver, who pinned Valano five for the victory. So Valano five, who wasn't part of the match, got pinned. Yeah, that's classic to WCW. Right, Lucha in one. So yeah, this this match was a complete clusterfuck. Dave gave it four and a quarter. Lou gave it seven. But what are the all important Franklin star ratings? Six stars. Yes. Yes. Any particular reason? Um, just absolute chaos, and I love chaos. It, is this everyone's it was, match? Just, it, was just, it was just entertaining, wasn't it? This is sometimes this is what you need in it to break up a show. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I normally sometimes get annoyed at Dusty and, and, and the brain for not knowing what's going on in lucha matches, but did anyone it somehow really made it better in this, on this one? one? Yeah, yeah, it somehow made it better in this in this one alone. I think it's because right at the start, the, 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 all six of them just came out. And the commentators were like, look, anything could happen here. And I, I just thought they set it up perfectly just by saying that. Great stuff. Would we like, it only went 10 minutes. I'd, I'd have been happy with a couple more minutes here. Yeah, take they could have gone like an extra time. Take a couple of minutes off that first match yeah. and uh, yeah. add it I to am, this one. I am very much in the mood to watch uh, Festival of the Lucha now after this. Do we? Is there a, a way we can watch a Luchador pay per view and review it? Because there must be some WCW crossovers there on an network somewhere in a hidden gem is, section. Is that a bit of homework we all need to go do? Yeah, find, we do. Find, yeah, because yeah. right, we'll, we'll we'll find we're making a wrestling around promise here. Yeah. We'll find a Luchador shirt, yeah, and review it. Absolutely. and then we'll go live to one in Mexico, and then we'll interview Valano yeah. Five and ask why he was in this match and pinned. Yeah. That that well, good. We should just review. Should just review a couple of Lucha Libre shows. Yeah, I'd, I'd be well up for that. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. Right. That's what we're doing. We'll find someone there. Uh, we'll review it. That's a wrestling around promise. And we sometime do have in September. Promises, yeah. Obviously, not next week. It's Clash of the Castle, isn't it? But sometime. Mm. In maybe, maybe October gives us enough time to research some as well. Yeah. By, the end of the, by the end of the year. Yeah, by the end of the year, we'll, we'll review a Lucha Libre show somewhere across the line, down the line. Ross, if you're listening, which you should be. If you're not, why? Um, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. There I you go. It. You loved it. And if you haven't watched this match, Ross, because we know you haven't watched the pay-per-view yet, just go watch this and you'll understand why we're doing this. But moving on from... Was it your favourite match of the night, Lou? <laughs> yeah, favourite match of all time. Was it your favourite match of the night, Aaron? Yes. Okay. Apart, moving on. apart, from, apart from one moment, but we'll get on to that moment. I don't we'll give it away. I don't know what that could be. You have to let us know when it comes up. I'm sure yeah, I will. I will. I have a feeling it's probably involving Mongo. Um, no, you'd be surprised it's not. Right, okay. Wow. I'm, I'm definitely out of ideas then as to what that could be. 
Right. Let us know when that is, because I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued now. So after that, we get, well, <laughs> this is just weird. Chris Benoit versus Kevin Sullivan in a retirement match. Who and Kevin, oh, sorry, the Taskmaster, who's with Jacqueline and Jimmy Hart. Mm. This, we've seen a lot of Chris Benoit matches, haven't we? Where there's always like some sort of hardcore stipulation and they don't yeah, tend to be. That it was good. this whole feud. It was this yeah. whole feud, wasn't it? Like um, Kevin Sullivan kept putting him into these matches and kept saying, if you've got to beat this person to have a match against me. Was this any better? Does anyone think? Because I was, I was in. I like some bits where you know they went up to the actual beach and uh, used a surfboard, and mm. Jimmy Mouth herself got pushed off the lifeguard chair, and that moment thing collapsed. Of the night. I'm I that, that was the moment of the night. Right? What Jimmy Mouth herself? <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting that, but that was brilliant. To be fair, do we think that wooden thing was meant to collapse as well? No, I'm convinced no. it wasn't. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, this this match was bizarre, but funny in some ways. Like you say, I just uh, didn't I, understand it. Like no. obviously, Jacqueline was, was Jacqueline was meant to be with Kevin be with, Sullivan. Yeah, but then but then she was attacking Chris Benoit, and then Kevin Sullivan got annoyed that she was attacking Chris Benoit. So then she started attacking Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, and then he after the match, she walks out with Kevin Sullivan. Uh, yeah, and then Jimmy Mouse <laughs> looks really annoyed as well because. Well, it, Jimmy yeah. Mouth, I love that name. Jimmy Mouth. Jimmy Mouth. Because she broke a wooden chair over his head as well. Which looks spectacular. Yeah, which way. looked. Mm-hmm. They should use more wooden chairs in wrestling. That looks, yeah, that, that, that looks that, amazing. That looked great. And then Benoit used his headbutt to pick up the victory. But yeah, they, there was, to me, there was a lot of yeah. miss. I felt miss, so bad in for the real life Kevin Sullivan. In this, like, because obviously he was on the booking committee at the time, wasn't he? So, one, he books a storyline with his real life wife to go off with Benoit, then she does it in real life. Then he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna book a retirement match in my hometown. Gets booed. Like, I just don't think anyone took it seriously. I think he really wanted his like epic, you know, he thought he was like Rick Flair in Nashville, and it didn't really come yeah. across that way. He kind of got, he got booed, even though I'm sure he was meant to be the face in this, right? That's, that's how he's. I Unless guess. he was just trying to play babyface because he was in his hometown. I guess so. But yeah, it just didn't come across very well. I think the whole ending was like meant to almost break kayfabe when he walked out with Jacqueline, but nobody just... really cared. I felt really bad for him. I'm just trying to look at... I think this was the Chase last match in WCW. It gave him yeah. more time to create, concentrate on his job as a booker. He put Benoit over clean, which he did, and reformed the varsity club of Mike Rotunda and Rick Steiner. Um, and after a couple of months, he was back off television. In 2000, after the demotion of Ed Ferreira and Vince Russo, the resulting chaos led to Sullivan's promotion to head booker. Yep. Oh, Christ. So, And then that led to Benoit, D. Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, and Perry and all quitting the night after. And Sullivan was fired in 2001 before the... So, yeah, that literally was his last match then. Yeah, I just, I just felt bad for him the way it went down. He, he, yeah. he booked himself the perfect ending and it just did not pay off in mm. the slightest. But it wasn't clean because Jacqueline... No, I don't think it was clean either. Killed him with a big wood chair. Yeah, it was... I was very let down by this match, but I've been let down by this whole storyline. 
I just don't think the Ben Wire match has been that good because he's had all the weird haku stuff, hasn't he, as well, which have just been garbage. Yeah, I, the... I never really... Um, I know it's easy to say it now, but I, I never really got Chris Ben Wire, to be honest. I really cared for him at the time. I liked him in Ruthless Aggression. I, don't yeah. know, I thought he, I liked him in WWE, but at, at this point, I just don't get him. I just don't yeah. get him. And I don't get the ma- this whole... So this has been the only match where he's used weapons. Not not for mm-hmm. me as well. Multiple death matches. Yeah. It, and yeah, not for me. But I didn't enjoy the use of a surfboard. Yeah. It was probably the better match out of all this. Like this yeah, year, I think... it still it was still weird. And I just I just yeah, I just felt bad for the actual Kevin Sullivan. That was what was mainly going for mm-hmm. around, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah, I I just felt as though it was very messy. Three and a half stars from Dave. I think that's too high. That's generous. I think that's way too high. Two stars. Yeah, yeah. Is where I'm at. I just, apart from the uh, Jimmy Hart off, off, off the top of the uh, structure. <laughs> it's that moment was to get what? a star rating of its own. That'd, that'd be oh, ten yeah. stars. Oh what, yeah. What, what what is that moment star rating? Seven. Brilliant. Yeah. Did we all like his shirt as well? His nice green shirt. That's was a stylish man, isn't he? Jimmy yeah, Hart. Jimmy Hart, uh, just Jimmy Mouth, Jimmy Mouth, Jimmy Mouth. That's who we're calling from now on. Yeah, uh, um, like Ricky the Ricky the Dragon, no Ricky the Steamboat Dragon was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Everything around the home. Why didn't we book the BBCW boy movie? Seven and five respectively, something like that. What when were you born? Six? Were you guys six years old? Night one? Were you ninety? I was ninety one. I was, I was born in 90, just... And I was 92, so... Yeah, 7, yeah. 6, and 5, respectively. Yeah. We should have been booking this with the with names. Um, yeah, 13 minutes, 10 as well. Uh, bit, didn't, it didn't need to be that long. No, no, I, I think he was just trying to go for the epic match, wasn't he? But she didn't the, out. If I you plan think, an epic, it never works out. Look at I Triple H. It's every WrestleMania match. I don't feel the crowd really enjoyed it. Either. No. And I don't think commentary really enjoyed it either. No, it's just a bit um it's a bit wanky. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely a, a miss from me. Yeah. Definitely a misfire all around, I think. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. I don't think we had anything after this. No, no, it's the next one I'm thinking of. Um and then we had Aaron's favourite, Steve Mongoma Michael, coming up against Lou's favourite double J Jeff Jarrett. In a US title match, um, where Deb might where Deborah Queen Deborah Michael turned on Mongo, disgraceful. I was not expecting that. To be fair, she hit him over the head with a metal briefcase, and then no, sorry, she hit, she handed Jarrett a metal briefcase. Who then she distracted ref, and then he used the briefcase. Jarrett picked up the victory with a roll-up over Steve McMichael and celebrated with Deborah in the ring. Disgusting. Mongo Again. got screwed. Do you know what? Mongo did get screwed here. I We know I'm not a big lover of Mongo's wrestling, but, yeah, I feel quite sorry for me considering that's his actual wife again. And that was his, that was his suitcase, damn it. Mm-hmm. That was his briefcase. Made a good sound, though, didn't it, off the old, it uh, off the old Swede? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how did you feel as a your favourite did here, Lou? 
It's fucking awful, man. It's, just, it's terrible. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's Jaron Monga. Like, no offense to either of them, but we're never going to get a classic, are we? Do we? This one wants to be worked out in, in fifths of a star rather than on the five star scale. Go I, I have it was a feeling 0.2, 0.4, 0.6. You know what I mean? I have a feeling I know what Aaron's going to give this. Yeah, but the, the, these two divorced. 998. Was this the start of it? Maybe <laughs> uh, Mongo could never trust her again. Just but I knew, I, mean, I knew they had to come together. I mean, at some point, Jarrah and Deborah. Because they hopped across to WWE for a year, didn't they? Together? I'm just trying to work out where Mongo goes. Right, okay. I've just seen what the next, what Mongo does at the next mm. pay per view. Do we want to know the match at the next pay-per-view? Go on, then. Mongo and Benoit against Jarrett and Malenka. Oh, that's very horseman He is full-on on the horseman at this point, isn't he? Yeah. Because that was the other thing I realised. There was a lot of storyline progression this month between this and Great American Bash. You know, compared to the others, like you can more or less yeah. follow along. This one, I was like, what the fuck's happened here? Like, Because Jarrett was out the horseman now like, at this point. Obviously, Ric Flair was mm. heel, I think. Yeah, like a lot happened in between these two pay per views that have happened for a long time, in between. So obviously they were they were picking up Nitro at this point and moving a lot of the storyline to Nitro rather than just the pay per views. I'm just trying to. I'm just seeing how Mongo's ninety seven continues to pan out. Um, right. Okay, so that's where he's. At. I'm just seeing if he's actually on every pay per view on in this year. Should be. Yeah. I think he is near enough. I'm up to yeah. Starkid now. Uh, Starkid's the last one. What's he do? Yeah, he is. His last match of the year is very interesting, his opponent, actually. Um, And then does he make it through to the start of 98? Da-da-da-da, Mongo, Mongo, where is he? Is he there? I don't think he's on the start of 98, so he seems as though he has this year. And then goes? You couldn't totally go on to commentary. Is that what he sure. goes? Yeah. He started off on commentary, didn't he? Let's have a look. Where does he go? I'm intrigued here. Uh, where is he there? Can't find him now. Let's have a look. So, oh, 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 oh. in 97. Well, it stays with WCW all the way till 1999. Mm. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out what if it actually. And then he turned up in TNA in 2008. A special referee. No, it looks like he was just sort of kicking around, and then until Flair disbanded the Horsemen, then there's not really a great deal after that. Doesn't? Yeah, I think maybe '98 is when we start to see the end of. He, he, of so he's he's kicked out of the Horsemen at the end of '98. Um, at the end of '98, yeah. But yeah, I don't... so then I'm sorry, uh, yeah, end, a, end of '97. Sorry, end so... of '97, and then. So... Ninety-eight, he just goes around doing bits here and there. I was gonna say he's, he helped Benoit with Raven's flock in ninety-eight. Uh, broke his hand in a match in February ninety-eight. Had a feud with Stevie Ray. Helped reform the Horsemen. Until yeah, and then his final appearance was in February ninety-nine. So I think this is the final stages of Mongo, and it all comes from Deborah McMichael and Jeff Jarrett. Um, Big Dave gave this a dud. Aaron, I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not a happy man. Yeah, um, I think he's it's been a bit generous as old Dave. Mongo got screwed, um, <laughs> because Mongo got screwed. Uh, minus three. 
Yes. Oh, yes. I thought you were going to give it five stars. Oh, right. <laughs> I think a dud is, is quite generous yeah. on this. This was for the title as well. You can't believe it's it. Can't believe it's the title of Mongo. One of the greatest football footballers turned wrestlers in, in history. And they get screwed by Double J. But he also um, he got kicked out of a, a game between Chicago Cubs and the Colorado Rockies in 2001. Fought Um So he was the guest singer. Um, he was visiting the Cubs television booth and he was the guest singer for Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Um, but before he sang, he said he would have 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 some speaks or have some words with the referee, um, which is apparently due to a bad call he'd made earlier on. Um, and he got ejected by um, the main umpire, whose name was uh, Randy Marsh. <laughs> so Randy Marsh <laughs> kicked out from Mongo. South Park. What crossover yeah. is South, from, South uh, Park and Mongo? Oh, ball game, and then the umpires later receives an apology from Michael's conduct from the Cubs general manager, Andy McPhail. So that's what he was up to after he left wrestling. He was causing havoc in ballparks up and down the country. Does anybody know why Deborah McMichael is Queen Deborah McMichael at this point? It's just the Queen, Queen of WCW, isn't she? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm just trying to work out what, what her year turns to. Da, 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 da. Just with the four horsemen, isn't she? She next, yeah, it's just going after this, and then next Deborah. And she puts together Goldberg, a st- Goldberg and Alex yeah. Wright, and then on in November '97 edition, Nitro Wright fired Deborah after she accidentally distracted him, causing a loss to Prince Lucia, and after a divorce from Michael McMichael, she left WCW. So then uh-huh. they got divorced in '98. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's not got long left in the company either. Yeah. But you do hear a proper southern accent in this as well, don't you? And she speaks at the end. Very seven. And then after this, we get a weird, a weird tag match, I'm going to say. So we get NWO members Randy Savage and Scott Hall against DDP and his mystery partner. Um, Page announced his mystery partner to be Kurt Hennig, who would be making his WCW debut. Where, was he just jumping over at this point from WE? Or had he been somewhere in between? Can't He'd been imagine. on commentary up until 1996. I think he was injured a lot. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm just... Yeah. So uh, he left, it, it, he left shortly, before, shortly before Survivor Series 96. Yeah. And um, make his last televised appearance on the November 5th episode of Raw. I've, just yeah. I've missed out one bit as well, uh, a mean gene bit, but we'll get back. We'll go we'll go to that at the end. After we've been That's through everything. Um yeah, so it looks like he was sort of free a free agent from November through to July, is this? Yeah. So in this is the first time that you see him since WE then, and he's DDP's mystery partner. Right. What do we think of this as a mystery partner? From start to finish, what an absolutely fucking appalling way to, to debut Kerenig, <laughs> right? Even like sort of building him up to be, you know, oh god, he's got a big mystery partner. And then he's only giving him his own entrance today. Like, so no. you want about just chasing pops and stuff now. 
you would get a much bigger reaction. So DDP just walks out and then Ken Hennig just follows him, looking around like, oh, okay, I guess I'm here as well. Oh, is that Ken Hennig? Yeah, I think it is. That's literally how the commentator went. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Oh, I haven't seen him for a while. How's he doing? Oh, I guess he's resting now. It, it's massively underwhelming. And so weird. Yeah, it's 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 worse than the It's Christian by Todd Grisham, which is undoubtedly one of the worst debuts of all time. Um, I don't think I don't remember that one. Oh, that's why he comes out on ECW yes. and uh, Todd Grisham just goes, It's Christian, and that's <laughs> that's his debut after his big return from TNA. Ridiculous, Google it. And then, Brilliant. um, and then he's just a dick at the end of the match, isn't he? Yeah, so he turns on DDP, doesn't he? And then effectively joins the NWO straight away. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Do not, no, so I because I, I, I thought he did. I thought that's what he did because he was um, a member of the NWO. So he has he? a rivalry with um. With DDP, but he's not in the NWR. And then after that, the Four Horsemen in the NWR are both trying to recruit him. And he joins the Four Horsemen to replace Aaron Anderson. Is there anybody that wasn't part of the fucking Four Horsemen when they weren't the Four Horsemen? Yeah, I think there was, yeah, there was about eight of them on the end, so. He does join the NWR eventually. Yeah, I was going to say he definitely was part of the NWR, wasn't he? Yeah, I can't see what it is, though. I'm just trying, yeah, um, I'm trying to. Yeah. All right, later in the, at the War Games. So not long. But he has, he has a spell on the far horseman first. Right. Okay. That's any name nickname, sorry, renames the perfect plex to the Hennig Plex, which doesn't have the same yeah. ring to it. So I'm assuming he can't use uh Perfect. Any of his uh WWF stuff, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, just a really, really underwhelming way of uh yeah. And he he wasn't he was in the company for two years. Yeah. yeah. Did he did he really do a lot in the company no. as well? I don't Not all from what no. I remember. No, I don't, I've not heard much about his run, but he's often I, used I, as like a example of when the NWO got too big. Yeah, like they always show him. You know, when they go and like they're doing like a documentary, and like and the NWO got too big, and then they just show okay. flash him, just like showing their like, debut in you. It does feel already at this point that the NWO is starting to get a little bit too out of control with the members that come in. Mm-hmm. Is it in? No, it's in the next match, isn't it? Which yes. I know it's a four horsemen, but still, again, it feels as though there's two stables that they didn't really know the direction of at this point with members and stuff Faction like that. Was, I think the building, well, eventually, they, well, I don't know the both fields now, but they do build to war games there. They had, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, horsemen yeah, versus NWO at this point. It's it's weird seeing where the NWO went because, like you say, there was. I'm just trying to think of other members. You had Virgil in there again. Why? Yeah. He was there from the start, though, wasn't he? Yeah, but, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But yeah. Would it have been like... the same without? Vincent? Yeah, that's the thing. Isn't it? I think it would have probably been. You know, you, you you're looking more without Vincent being in there. Probably... You're looking more like retribution than NWR. Frankly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. The one of the greatest like... wrestlers of all time. And then joining all... one of the greatest factions yeah. of all time. You have all your off spins as well of NWR, don't you? Which was one of its biggest. Yeah, say, what you, say what you want about Virgil. But come back to me when you've slept with a million women. Yeah, I'm saying. that's true. I don't know he's got any spunk left. Yeah, like I know Hogan was like a big deal, I guess, joining the NWO. But when Vincent turned up in the NWO, vest, I was like, I'm hooked. Would it not? A little six year old Lou was just like, Oh my god, like would, this is the it, greatest faction of all time. Would it not have been fine just to have it as Hall, Nash, and Hogan? No, because the, no, because what do you do? With, what do you, like, you've got fucking Vincent. Fuck my name, whatever he's called these days. Soul Train Jones. 
You've got him on the roster. You've got one of the biggest factions. Well, you want one of the biggest factions in the world. Come together. Otherwise, how are you doing it? Yeah. Do you think NWO would have branched out into Japan and Europe? I was going to say, you get... It wasn't for Virgil. Yeah, he was the one who went across and said to China, Luta, go deal for your brothers. Because it's Join the NWO. You get NWO Hollywood, NWO Wolfpack, and then you get like... NWO NWO soccer money was the third one they should have made. Elite. That'd have been better. Black and white. I mean, NWO 2000, Bret Hart, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, that was the fucking worst. That was the worst. Scott Steiner, Ron and Don Harris, Matt Johnson, a referee. Yeah, that was nice. Was it the worst one or was the Shawn Michaels invention the worst one? Yeah, the Shawn Michaels one was potentially where NWO 2000. Jeff Jarrett. I I forgot about that. So in that one, you've got. Hogan, Nash, Hall, X-Pac, Big Show, Booker T, and Michaels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that yeah. is what is. Yeah, that Hogan don't last in that. that yeah, last very long in that. No, it's, no, no, space it's, 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 it's WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah. And then I'm just looking at like NWO Black and White, Steve Ray, the Giant Cat, and Vincent Scott Norton, Brian Adams, and Horace Hogan. Yeah, so that was the big one, obviously, because I had Vincent in, really. It's, and it's got Horace Hogan in it. Whose T-shirt are we all still wearing now? I don't see any Wolfpack T-shirts anywhere. NWO black and white all over the place. And why is that? Probably because uh, of Vincent and the, uh, the cultural yeah. impact he's had on pro wrestling heritage. And one million women. And one million women is my T-shirt. That's like, why it's big, the best-selling one. Big Bubba Rogers was part of it until just a few months before this. Yeah. The Big Dust was part of it. One point. I don't think he's yep. in it yet. Yeah, he turns up in it. Uh, your favorite wrestler is. I don't know when this. When did this pay per view happen? <laughs> your favorite wrestler ever joins the day after his pay per view, Lou. Conan. Ah, oh, fucking hell, Conan. Yeah, he's in that scene. He joins literally July the yeah. 14th. So when did Vincent join again? Because that's when it got really big. Vincent, 23rd of September, 96. Yeah, because what he could have done really, what I would have done is like obviously they had the Bash of the Beaches in July. Yeah, have Vincent joined there instead of Hogan? He comes out. It's Vincent, is the third guy. Then he would have got like really big, and he could have been our brother assistant, and Hogan just goes, "Hey, brother, (laughs) swap him, swap him around." Yeah, yeah, roll reversal. Yeah, let money was left on the table. I think. And then the original NWO then splits up in April 98 to Wolfpack mm. and Hollywood. Well, they're already doing it now. Scott Hall, he's got his red and black gear, hasn't he? In this? Yeah, mm. yeah, he's already leading to it, isn't he? Yeah. It's a bit like the, I, think the, I said the Elite and the Bullet Club, in it when he had the Elite within the Bullet Club and it became their whole thing. I'm sure they've mentioned Wolfpack a few times, like as a nickname for the NWO. Yeah, yeah it was a couple yeah. of times yeah. on this pay-per-view. Yeah. No, obviously all doing the too sweet thing. Hulk Hogan later on looking like the whitest man alive trying to do it with Dennis Rodman. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. But this match then was given half a star by Big Dave, all nine minutes, 35 seconds of it. Mm -hmm. I was massively disappointed by this match. I really like DUP. But I just felt as though this was rubbish and I don't think Hennig's debut helped and make him lose on his debut as well. So what was a Franklin star rating? I don't even want to give this a rating because it was so rubbish. I'm just going to say dud. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fair enough. It was just such a rubbish way of debuting yeah. Kurt Hennig, wasn't it? It's such a squad mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, yeah. they've got the. This possibly is the start of it because they did it with a few people this time. Again, signing too many people, don't know what to do with them all. I think, mm, and then, and parallels. then, have him, and then have him lose. Yeah. And look like a fucking proper prissy fuck in the, in the process. Like, oh, you hit me by accident. Like, yeah. Fuck, fuck yeah. Because obviously he turns on the, but he's, he's just a crap. Yeah. He's a crap dude. Ridiculous. So look, all right. Like, so look, you sad, didn't he? Ridiculous. And then we've got a match that I actually weirdly enjoyed on the most part. We've got Roddy Piper against Ric Flair, which is fine until fucking Benoit and Mongo come in and in attempt to interfere with the match. And it's just, it's fine. And then that happens and it becomes not so fine. But surprisingly, Roddy Piper picks the big W here with a submission as mm. well. 13 minutes. This is revenge. Seconds. The last, last mm. one. I actually quite like this, to be fair. Like I said, I just didn't enjoy the running. I just think, again, it makes Flair look stupid. Yeah. I just don't like the horseman at this point either because it's not the horseman, is it? It's just Ric Flair's guys. I'm sure Alan Anderson's probably still kicking about somewhere. Yeah, he's the enforcer, isn't he? It's all he, retires, he retires very close to this point, doesn't he? I was going to say, has Alan Anderson ever wrestled? Um, 13 minutes, 26 seconds. Three and a quarter star from Big Dave. Two and a half, I'd say. Just like you say, Terry, the, the runnings kind of ruin it. They could have just left it those two guys and you could have still put Piper over to win. I'm saying this would have been better if they were both trying to break out of Alcatraz. Let's get from Alcatraz match. Yeah. yeah. There's no score on the scale that we could give to that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I would love that. I would absolutely yeah. love that. But I just, I felt this match was good, and then that happened. And it's just like, why? When you've, especially when you've had Benoit already win and Mongo lose as well. Surely Mongo should be like injured in the back somewhere. He's just been cracked over the head with a buddy briefcase. And yeah. don't you? Well, I, you can just tell that the Piper has has got creative control at this point, guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why is he winning this match? It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, no, he had it in his contract. When you trying to establish the horseman, yeah. No. Yeah, he was allowed to pick and choose which matches he won and lost. Yeah. Because he's won a lot, and he, this year, and you think, right, considering, like, no offence to the fella, but he's obviously on his way out, and he's, he's, he's far past his best at this point. It wouldn't surprise me if it's dating back to some, like, 80s feud or something, where they, like, fell out with each other backstage. Do you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense Piper winning this one. No, it didn't really make especially the way they did it as well, because you used to like the all the horsemen look like idiots, didn't they? They're like, yeah. oh, he's done now, it's fine, and then Yeah. yeah. And I again, didn't really care I didn't really care for this match to be honest. I wasn't really a fan. Wait until you see Rick do you wanna know who Rick Flair is against in the in the next month's pay per view? Go on then. Six. Ah, classic. We're gonna watch this soon. I don't um, I don't even think Body Piper's have got a match. Uh, no, no body piper match. So again, he has a strange match in uh, Halloween Havoc of this year um, with with Hogan in the main event. Odd, odd match. Yeah, I'm just trying to read to where we, yeah. to, to see what happened to the Great American Bar. Um, following that, Piper and Flair unsuccessful. Then they team together to challenge the Outsiders for the tag champs. That was the last bit. We already saw it, didn't we? It said the following month at the Great American 
Oh, the Great, great American Bash. Bash is earlier. You know what? Yeah. I've been yeah, I've been searching Great American Bash rather than Bash yeah. on the Beach. It's too many bashes, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Um, too many bashes. So because yeah, so after this, the Four Horsemen turned on Piper, and that's what leads to this match. But then you don't see him again until September because he takes a hiatus. Where he's appointed the new on-screen commissioner of WCW. So did he need to win this match? It's the big no, I did, not if you're going to become a commissioner. What's the point? Really? Yeah, exactly. If you're going to if you're going to go away for two months, what's the point? Yeah. What is the bloody point? Yeah, not. Yeah, it doesn't have any matches after this at all, does it? Really? It's it's the big L for me. Yeah. No, he's he's again. He's a wrestler who they've signed because they can, and have no idea what to do with him. When did he even join? When did he even join? Ninety six. Ninety six. We we saw his debut, didn't we? Yeah. I can't remember what pay per view it was now, but we definitely watched Halloween it. It was Joe and the NWO. Yeah, it was Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Havoc. Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. That so... was a big pay at the time. It was a big debut, but at this point, I think they just they don't really know what to do with it. They're giving him creative control, which you can tell. The problem is, yeah. how many people did they give creative control to as well? And that's what ultimately that's... it all comes to a yeah. head, didn't it? Yeah, it kills it, doesn't it? But yeah, it's it's a weird one. Yeah, there's just odd matches like this where you can just tell that it's happened. I'm surprised it didn't happen in this next match, to be honest. Our main event of the evening, you've got Lex Luger and the Giant against Hollywood Hogan and Dennis Rodman. So Rodman will have been suspended, I guess, at this time from the NBA. Uh, it was just post-season. Oh, was it post-season? Was yeah. it 97 he was suspended? No, 98 he turns up in the middle of the finals. Is that what it is? I get confused yeah. as to what he's done. I really like Rodman, though. He's very charismatic. Yeah. You can see why WCW hired him, because obviously it's a lot. Oh, yeah, a he's a figure. He's the only one daft mm-hmm. enough to um, get into an actual wrestling match. <laughs> while while he's having a sport in Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as well, it gets a lot of a lot of eyes on the product, doesn't it? As well, it does yeah. And we see Randy Savage for the second time tonight as well after he picked up the big W. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. that's my favorite bit about you know Buffer's intro, <laughs> where he's just like, and for some reason Randy Savage is here. Maybe he's some sort of manager because <laughs> he has just no idea. <laughs> no, I don't know don't if it's just. I don't, I don't know if he's just winging it, but he's absolutely brilliant. He goes, "Oh, we appear to have a surprise guest here." It's, Maybe he's some sort of manager. It's I brilliant like, stuff. I Savage like is just like, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. I like Buffer. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it, yeah. it makes them, gives the main event such a good atmosphere. Yeah. Agreed. Greatest ring announcer of all time. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, be, I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Uh, I don't know. It's the thing, though, isn't it? Okay. Greatest uh, non wrestling, yeah. the greatest celebrity yeah. announcer. Yeah. Because we've had a few terrible ones, haven't we? Yeah, just it just makes it such a big deal. I think just yeah, having his best, it, it gives it, but it gives it a big fight. Yeah, deal, his it? his wrestling ones are just brilliant because he just tries to explain the entire NWR storyline. Obviously, someone's written down for him, but no, I yeah, just loved it when he came counts. when when Randy Savage just turned up and it was like, "What's he doing here?" But he just went, oh, "For some reason, Randy Savage is also here." Is here. One of the greatest calls of all time. And then to make it not a big fight feel, Lex Luger's in the match. Yeah, he's oh. rubbish, isn't he? At just... this point, Lex Luger was over. It's weird because I don't really understand why. Just you wait. Well, just you wait until the next WCW show. We oh, did. Christ. Oh. Well, this match went 22 minutes, which was far too long, in my opinion. It's all 21 minutes too long. I liked Rodman, though. I thought Rodman was decent. 
He's good, wasn't he? He's a celebrity thought, wrestler. Guy. Yeah, and and the commentary made quite a big deal when he took a move and hit a move as well. Yeah, he's all right. He's no jail, I know, is he? Yeah, it's weird that they brought him in as a heel, though, wasn't or, it? Or like David Arquette. Really, the crowd really wanted to cheer him. I think mm. there's a natural heel, isn't he? Yeah. I think that's the thing. That's why they've done it. Yeah, because it's a celebrity in a wrestling match, it, they're always going to be cheered. But I think if we were understanding what was going on in the NBA at the time, unless you support that team, it probably is a non yeah. Oh, yeah, you know but this, was, this yeah. was huge at the time. This was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think they just won the championship at this point. It's if you watch the last dance on Netflix, like right. they actually covered this WCW bit from Rodman because everyone's like, what the folks are doing. But it's, it's I, like I having through and didn't finish it. I need to restart because I really enjoyed yeah. it. I think it it's like in, fo- in football in terms, it's like someone from like can John Stones or someone from Man City turn up and uh, yeah, in a in a wrestling ring just after the season's finished. Like it's it's insane, really. Yeah, where yeah. is it a top team? Yeah, and then, like you say, could potentially yeah. get. And I think the the announcers did a good thing of because obviously this time they were still they cared more about kayfabe and stuff like that. Yeah. So Dusty was covering it, you know, he'd obviously been practicing and been trained by the NWO and stuff, which I thought was, was good. So he wanted just some random basketball coming and beating up I like his massive wrestlers. I like his sunglasses as well. Yeah. He's he looked like a wrestler, didn't he? Yeah. Obviously, he's got, he's got a very wiry basketball frame, but he looks like a wrestler. He's got mm. the charisma, and he? he's got enough charisma to be a basketball player with the hair, the earrings, the nose yeah. piercings. The I mean, you can tell he's got his, uh, his, his wrestling chops because he actually won uh, Hulk Hogan and Celebrity Wrestling. So you can't say more than that. Mm. Yeah, and beat there we butter, go. Beat butter bean. So, you know. You ain't a bean. <laughs> right, I'm going to the end of this match after uh, after that. So I was surprised at the end of this match because Hogan taps out to the torture rack. Yeah, I, Hogan taps. I, I thought Hogan would have called in his creative card here. Yeah, the title's not on the line. Don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Hogan. <laughs> just oh, dick. well, just you wait to see what happens on the next... Oh. Uh, on the next... The, well, no, in the next pay-per-view, one of the Nitros before, which we'll have to do a watch line of because it's a big moment in the NWR. Is it? Is it bad? It's not bad, but if you I mean, if you don't like Lex Luger, then yes, it's, it's awful. It's the worst thing that could possibly happen. All right, we'll, we'll get that as a watch long then. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Nitro. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do it as a watch long next time. Because right. we, we need to cover it before Red Wild because it makes Red Wild make no sense. Right, okay, we'll do that. Um, but I did like that uh, Rodman was willing to be put in the rack as well. Yeah, did it all. Look, to be fair, all that... do you think the rack looks like so shit? Yeah, and Dennis Rodman does not fit having been torture at like no. he's six foot seven for God's sake. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's it's it doesn't fit. <laughs> like, does it? When Shivani was like, "Yeah, rack him," <laughs> like it just looks so bad. I, it I looks mean, like a dad bouncing his kid on his it, shoulders. I, mean, like... I, guess, I guess it must hurt a little bit. Like your rib, I guess it's your ribs pushing into your organs. But yeah, uh, to me, you've properly got to get him down like that, and you rather than just going. Like just sort of doing a little bounce, you've really got to bend him. Yeah, it's like he brings him up and goes, Yeah, yeah, and puts him down again. It just it just looks a bit Yeah. Weird. But yeah, I was surprised that Hogan tapped, to be fair. Um and I did notice at the end that you do see the closing shot is obviously Hogan and Rodman. Yeah. Again. It annoyed me. <laughs> Where? What was Hogan, Hogan saying? He was just saying. He I can't remember like, what he said, but he, Hogan's going to Hogan in it. That's half yeah, the problem. He came across as so lame. He was like, oh, I wasn't even a legal member. If they want to cheat, let him or something. And... Yeah, that was it. He was on about cheating. <laughs> and just, then the two sweet with Rodman. It just, yeah, Hogan came across as a bit lame when he was with Rodman. Like, he looked like he was trying too hard to be his best mate and be cool. 
do we as 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 NWO Hogan started to already sort of become, I won't say stale, but a little bit annoying at this point. And that's, I think that's how the characters meant yeah. to be. I think yeah, the genius of it so. is, it's everything that was really annoying in the eighties and the late night and the early nineties when everyone was getting, getting sick of him. It's just you know what I mean, like Hulk Hogan, the character, we've said it many times. Even like if you go back to the ninety two or Rumble, it was a, it was a bit of an obed, wasn't it? And like, what is it, WrestleMania 9? Oh, yeah, WrestleMania 9 is a complete deck. Uh, well, that's, that's, the, out, that is, that's the outdoor one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But like, he's we, we have all these like, there's all these like memes and stuff now, and he of like when Hulk Hogan was such a dick, even though it was a baby face. And he's the exact same character in the NWO. Yeah, he's a just heel, a heel. So, so yeah, I suppose I think doing, it makes sense. Yeah. He's doing the character right, isn't he? I guess. Yeah. I don't just don't know when it, the dominoes start to fall for Hogan. Yeah. Oh, it was um, 2015 when he got racist in the video. <laughs> Shagged his mate's wife and then got racist. That was when it all fell apart. Right, okay, brilliant. Um, I've just bloody clicked the wrong thing. Uh, Bash at the Beach, of course, the tab down, Bash at the Beach, 97 Dave Meltzer. I think he gave this a star and a half. No, it's generous, isn't it? Which I agree is generous. Um. 22 minutes for me is 22 and a half minutes is far too long for a one and a half star match. The all important thing is what is this Franklin star rating? Minus four. Oof. Oof. That it's, got is... like, it's got Lex Luger in it. It's just rubbish. The Giant didn't do a great deal either, no, did the, he? No, but then again, he didn't really come into his own until he went across to WF. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because he's already been champ at this point. <laughs> he's yeah. a former world champion. Yeah. You think, you think he is still very young and wet behind the ears at this point? He's probably, yeah, what, yeah, 23 year? Uh When was he born? 72, so he was, what, 20, yeah, 24? Yeah. Like he's still very, very young, wet behind the ears. And he's still fairly new to wrestling at this point, isn't he? Because he came in as a rookie. Yeah, well, he won the championship in his first match, didn't he? Mm. So, um, yeah, so he didn't do a great deal. Dennis Rodman, for me, yeah, it was entertaining. He obviously pulled in the crowd, didn't he? But did I need to see him in a wrestling ring? Probably not. Would you have enjoyed seeing more of Rodman, less of Rodman in this storyline? I'd just bring him in as, like, a manager Guy who like, just like takes a couple of bumps. Yeah, didn't need to see him in a match. Kind of like, well, especially on the main event. No, no you could have had him in like a, a showcase match further down the card. So what we're saying is they should have put this as maybe the opening match and then moved the spooky dudes to the main event. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I remember the, the, the Lucha guys. Yeah, yeah the six-man tag match, then the spooky guys. Yeah. All spooky guys then six months out. Yeah, no, basically they book, they booked it all wrong. Booked yeah. it the wrong way around, aren't they? Yeah, upside down as always, though, isn't it? So like, yeah. if you look at Melissa Star ratings, it probably go slide down. So yeah, it goes. We'll just go back through them: two and a half, four and a quarter, three and a quarter, four and a quarter. So you think, yeah, fairly consistent. Three and a half, still fairly consistent. Dud, half, three and a quarter, one and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's classic WCW. <laughs> Starts off pretty good and then just falls off the face of a cliff. It's dubsy dub. But the crowd gets hotter. So, you know, obviously they liked it at the time, didn't they? That's very true. That's very true. Um, just I, sorry, go on. I'm... Long term, long term storytelling, isn't it? Fans love it. 
yeah, it's true. I, I completely mean, forgot to mention the fake thing appeared in this as well, Stang. Yeah, who was that? It's uh, Jeff Farmer. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was Hall at first. It looked very much like yeah. Scott Hall, but Purge. Yeah, because yeah, then they were questioning Sting part of the NWO, and then I thought then real yeah. Sting was going to turn up and just didn't. Again, felt like a bit. Of yeah, because he was here for a bit, wasn't he? Like earlier. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. just felt like a missed opportunity to bring building building to it. Yeah, yeah true. I think at this point he's still going going. through the hall. Oh, he's, he must have turned on WCW. Yeah, but you could tell Shivani was like, "Yeah, Rag Sting too," even though it was obviously. Yeah, I was going to say you could tell it was a plastic mask. Yeah, one absurd storyline. Who would do that storyline? Yeah, there was one bit as well. I, I, I mean, Gene moment that I forgot to mention when we have a Raven promo. I fucking hell, yeah, I forgot this. And Stevie Richards is brilliant. I completely missed that Stevie Richards was ever in WCW. Yeah, he's he's there. I looked. He got he got he signs like the night after with Raven. They confirm, and he's gone in the November. Oh. and that's it. He's done in yeah. WCW. But I just enjoyed the way that Stevie Richards <laughs> waves to Gene, Mean Gene, and Mean Gene goes, "How you doing, pal?" Just because <laughs> I didn't know at this point if he knew who it was or not. And then he goes, "Stevie Richards, you're here." Was like, okay, he does know who it yeah. was. But it would have been classic Mean Gene to just think he was a fan. Yeah. Who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and so Raven joins the night after this with Stevie Richards. Yeah. So Raven's yeah. like lusted WCW run. Yeah. But overall, um, Aaron, I'll go to you first. What are you rating this pay-per-view overall? I am going classic therapy at 6.5. As high as that? Yeah. Got the Lucha Libre match in it. And the Chris Jericho match. They've dragged their pulled the rating up. Yeah, fair point. Lou? God damn it, I was also going to go classic Terry 6.5. Because I think somehow, with WCW, it's great and some of its parts. Like, each individual segment is awful. <laughs> but somehow, but, it becomes but, but, but a proper culture. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm still really enjoying going through it. I'm literally going, oh, you know, we'll get out to run while soon. Like, I'm literally enjoying just sitting down and watching all these. Mm. I'm going to go for... A five. I think this has had my favourite matches on it in terms of again Jericho, the six man tag match, um, and the and for what it was, the Benoit match as well, because you know the outside stuff with the, the surfboard and, yeah. the, the and wooden that chair, class chair shot. Yeah. yeah. And I, I enjoyed that. But I just think the bad was really bad on this one as well. But yeah, and so for me it's a five. Middle of the road. Wouldn't watch it again. Wouldn't yeah. watch the six man tag match again, though, happily. Yeah, well, we're going to do a full pay per view of it, Terry. Don't worry about that's that. That's very true. That's very true. Um, any final thoughts on the pay per view? <laughs> or are we looking forward to moving on to Road Wild? Oh, well, we've got an episode of Nitro. But, yeah, we've got then. the episode of Nitro, and then are we looking forward to moving on to Road I'm Wild? I'm very much so, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing this NWR. Storyline now, right up until the Shawn Michaels days. That's what we're doing. Um, but, but, but yeah, no, it's been it's it's good. I think it's it's good to. I've just realised why we need to progress, watch the, the, the Lex Luger thing because I've just seen what the final. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see things develop. Like now, the Chris Benoit stuff is done, where he goes with the Horseman. Things, yeah, I think we're now starting to get the ball rolling a bit. So I'm looking forward yeah. to it. I'm looking forward to it. But before that, what have we got coming up? Clash of the Castle next week, so we'll be giving our feedback reviews. Yeah, full, we'll, full review. We'll see what it was like on TV through us, so you can tell us that. <laughs> and then, 
And I'll be able to, and I'll be able to do a live in-person food review. Yeah, and, that's very and live, yeah. live Franklin stars. Yes, yes, very exciting. So we're coming to you, not live, live, but we're coming from you as a from a live event, which we've all been to, Baron Ross. Um, yeah. and we've got in the pipeline, it's obviously our Lucha Libre pay per view that we need to find and watch. Um, yeah. A WCW Nitro watch along, and Road Wild ninety seven plus all the other good stuff that we have when Ross doesn't watch a pay per view. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, Aaron, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Anything to promote this week? Um, some retro gaming going on this Ooh. week. What we play? Um, I don't know. I'm up to open suggestions. Are we going I've got like non wrestling. I'm I'm open suggestions. Okay. I've got all the old wrestling games. However, if you just want to see some like yeah. classic classic Mario. I would Rage, like the um the game where you're a beach ball. Cool world. Cool well, that's the one. Do you know cool. that's about 150 quid to buy? Really? Yeah, it's proper rare that game. I do a whip round first, like, yeah, donate. <laughs> <laughs> it's proper rare. Donate to cast us support of each of them. Tomby, Tomba, they're really oh, cool yeah. games. Yeah. In fact, no, maybe Cool World's about £100, actually. Well, it's But yeah, Cool World. How know. is that released a remastered version or some sort of indie ripoff? Yeah, Bouncy yeah. World. It's all right, I thought I got it, so. What, and what day are we expecting that, Aaron? Um, got no idea because I'm working on this this week. So right. we'll figure it out. Twitch.tv forward slash restaurant to get on that. If you want a new sealed version, £1,299 yep. on uh, eBay at the moment. So it's my birthday coming up in a couple of months' time, though, if you were. Uh, the cheapest version is a used version for 85 quid. Yeah, it's 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 expensive. Or if you want without the box, 70 quid. Yeah, but the box is the entire thing. Everyone wants the box. I just wanted this. I just want to play it. Have you never played it? I remember it was on oh, the yeah, demo. Play, I've, I've played it. Yeah, I've played it. Yeah, I've played it. I think I've played it. I was going to say, as long as, you, as long as you don't say that you earned it at one point, you'd probably go crying, right? <laughs> yeah. If I did, it wouldn't have been worth anything anyway. It would have been, uh, you know, we all do it about PS1s. It's fine. True. True. Yeah. Luke, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Anything to promote? Uh, I don't know. Just right. keep an eye on Twitch.tv forward slash restaurant on Wednesday. We're prepared as ever. There might be a show. They might they might not be. I don't know. I might even do Clash at the Andrew Castle because I don't think I can do the week after. <laughs> um, so I might just do it this week otherwise it'll be like mid- middle of the week and it'll, it'll clash with uh, rules. Right. So, uh, yeah, but I, I might not do it So just keep an eye on Twitch. <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash restaurant. I might just play Rumble Best. I don't know. Find out. Come come along on Wednesday and find out. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to follow us all on at Rest Around on Twitter, twitch.tv forward slash rest around. And we will see you all at some point next week for our live Clash at the Castle review. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.